1: a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app.
0: Billie Eilish
2: and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandra.
1: Billie's vocals. It was automatic art.
2: You know, I had to, like, choose a more challenging route than just, like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been, like, easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline
0: always follow the money that's what i always say you always follow yeah the money. yeah this is follow the money with
3: mitch moss and paulie howard on vsin
2: if you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams bet rivers has you covered Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective, and there are casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we'll run down last night's betting action coming up in about 15 minutes. Dallin Cuff's going to join us in 30 from ESPN to get his best bets for today. Good
3: stuff. Uh, I, w- I was talking to a pro sports better yesterday. Okay. The uh, I I... I tried to do that after uh, Megabucks with the gal when she won all that money. and he's, it's, it's so damn hard. You really, uh, the time you have to spend. and, and Oh, the day-in, day-out, Oh, try. I know. And things have changed since then, too, Which uh, when she hit, 2012, whatever it was. But he made a good point about the LeBron thing. I mean, it's going to be hard to beat the book, right? And you get the information as king, and just bam, okay, LeBron's out. And then can you beat him? Can you get the good number? But then if you made a good point, if you do, then suddenly you have the attention of the book. Then they circle you, and then you're labeled. It's like, oh, okay, this guy, huh? Uh. Drop a big, okay, you laid two and a half with the spurs. You had the information early. Okay, we got an eye on you, buddy, now. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got to be careful. It's kind of like what Frank B. talks about if you see a mistake or you love a prop about just go, go to the kiosk, bet small, and keep hitting it until they run out of paper.
2: Sure, right. Right? I've made, uh, that was one of my New Year's resolutions, was to get off my couch when I see something that I like that's, you know, off-market, mispriced, shouldn't be where it is, I've gotten off my couch, I think, four times this year to go and make ki- bet, uh, bets at a kiosk. Ki- and if I hit one of them, it'll be well worth my time. Like long mm-hmm. future odds that were just like, let's say, 90 to one at one spot and they were 40 to one or 60 to one in another spot. And I just bet the kiosk like
3: 20 times. Moving lines without taking a bet is out of control, though. And I, it's, it's been out of control the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Send it to the traders. What do, you mean? Send, what do you mean, send it to the traders? Sure, it's on... I'm it. up in 10 dimes here. Send it to the traders. It's on the app. Yeah. It's, it's available yeah. on your book. And then they move Take it. Take the bet. And then they move it, and re- they reject it and move the line. Yep. Yeah. God, yeah. is that dirty pool.
2: Oh, it really is. I, I can't believe that gaming anywhere uh, has he- not stepped in yet and said and to tell these operators that can't happen. Uh-huh. Concur. What are you doing? Concur. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, speaking of that, like, we had a major story yesterday as... A professional football player, and I'm sure you've heard the story by now, but Kelvin Ridley, receiver for the Falcons, uh, he placed bets legally three different times, including the Atlanta Falcons on these parlays. He put a three-team, a five-team, and an eight-team parlay in that he. Well, he basically said it was fifteen hundred bucks on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So because of this, the league came out yesterday and suspended him for the entire upcoming 2022
3: season. Goodell can ban you for life, like Joe's fruit stamp. I mean, banned. I mean that that's, and by the way I, le- I learned that yesterday too reading this these w- rules
2: and this is why I really did not pay attention to the story that much yesterday from like mainstream media nationally because they really have never covered gambling in their lives so this is all new to them as well. I didn't even really want to hear the reactions. I did today on the way in hear somebody make make his point that this is not me speaking the person on air said, that he could absolutely justify a lifetime ban on Kelvin Ridley. And so when I hear that, I'm Aww. like, I can't, I can't possibly pay Aww. attention to the story at all. I mean, w- what Stephen Ross did in Miami, if proven true, where he wanted his coach and was going to pay him $100,000 to lose games, that's worse. That's as there are, the there, there are levels of this. Yeah. That's like Ross and Donaghy, and then it, there's a massive drop off to what Kelvin Ridley did. Yes. Ross would have to be blackballed from owning anything like this ever again in his entire life. Has to sell the
3: team immediately that, that day. Yes. And why wouldn't you believe Flores? And there are witnesses to a, that as well. Uh-huh. um some of this is ambiguous and but the de- the decision rests with the commissioner when violations betting on games, associating with gamblers, engaging in gambling activities accepting a bribe or failing to promptly report a bribe offer that's also in trouble for that too mm-hmm. but the punishment doesn't fit the crime here it's a three five and 18 parlay he's away from the team he bet on the Falcons against the Jacksonville in in, in the games with the the parlays he has to, he must stop tweeting stop tweeting oh I'm gonna be fresh now We're getting, you, you know, Ross Tucker nailed it I mean I you bet 1500 dollars and now you lost it cost you 11 million. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to be out for two years. And and maybe maybe longer. That. Yep. That's certainly possible if he, if he screws up and keeps tweeting. Good tweet from Ross Tucker. But the other thing is and it's fair and it's it's that it doesn't I mean it doesn't make sense. I know you want to send a strong message here, but you can't you can't watch a video where a guy knocks out his girlfriend and you give him two games. Two. That's what he did to Ray Rice. I mean it did, he, he he some knew of this it stuff the entire doesn't time. Yeah. Even go back to what was it, Josh Brown, a kicker of the Giants, what he did too. Uh, but some of this stuff doesn't make sense at all. Greg
2: Hardy got four games. That's another one. He did.
3: Right. There's like, another one.
2: Like domestic violence, that kind of a deal. It's between two and four games. And But that's, the NFL has been so, look at this tweet from uh, Nick Looney. Did he nail this or what? Major NFL suspensions. Ray Rice beating fiance two games. Adrian Peterson felony child abuse six games. Greg Hardy, beating girlfriend, 10 games, reduced to four. Zeke, hitting women, six games. Ridley, 17
3: games for using a betting app. Josh Gordon, 6 seasons smoking weed. Mm -hmm. And we know we're tight with Mike Pritchard, who's on this network, played many years in the NFL, and it used to be, if it still is, it was everywhere in the locker rooms, but they make you well aware you cannot do this. And that's why, Ridley, what are you thinking? Okay, to do it under your own name and put it on the app, Mm -hmm. and to bet on the app. And you you know the rules, and he didn't think, still not think it's a big deal. Right. About, come on, give me a year, man. Come on, bro. But this is—it does not matter whether sports betting is legal or illegal in a given state. If you work in the NFL in any capacity, you may not bet on NFL football. Betting on games in any form is forbidden. That's the statement from the spokesman Brian McCarthy. But you knew this, and you still did it. I can't I can't believe it. And, so th- and you're, you're awake
2: with the mental health thing. Paul, so this is the one thing where I will listen to former players because they would have the perspective on this, right? <laughs> True. And so I've heard former players now in the last 20 hours or whatever say, once you step foot on a college football field, it is driven into you that you are not allowed to bet. This is college. And then once you get to the NFL, there is a rookie symposium, and it's always brought up. Like, they talk to you all the time about this. You cannot gamble. Cannot do it. And yet this guy thought it would be a smart idea to get an app in Florida when he was playing in Georgia as an NFL player and then fire off on his own mobile phone? He thought that was a good idea? No, no. Chris Carter, told that was at the Rookie Symposium, I think, in 2015, when he said to players, you have to have a fall guy. And that was a huge deal back when he said that.
3: But if you have somebody else make the bet, how, well, how dumb can you be? Right. He didn't have to tweet, I don't have a gambling problem, but I guess maybe some people overreact. Cause, but when you look and the guy signed, I think his contract was four years, $11 million. I mean, this is like the average guy betting a $5 parlay. Yeah, right. It, not, maybe not even that. I mean, he's betting, he's betting $500 parlays, three of them. Yeah. So then what did you make of the Falcons? <laughs> Because they had several trade offers for Kelvin Ridley. Yeah.
2: And they said, out of good faith, knowing what was going to happen to him because of what he did,
3: they said, no, we can't do it. And he could have pulled one over on the Patriots. A little maybe revenge for what happened in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And the Patriots gloating in the celebration, which I don't blame. It was an epic joke. But the the Patriots and other teams uh, were interested. I will say that it makes my level of respect for the
2: Falcons organization go up a little bit for doing that. Yeah, Because, like I said earlier, with something like this – and here's the tweet from Adam Schefter. Multiple teams reached out. They said no, out of good faith, can't do it. I would not. Let, let, let's go back in time then. Let's say that they would have traded Kelvin Ridley, and they knew he was betting on games this previous year. I would not put it past Roger Goodell to come out and pull a, a David Stern with Chris Paul rescind the trade. Yeah. Can't happen. Well, He's no, got to go back.
3: Atlanta could have. Atlanta could have said we had no idea it would be this severe. Yeah. Maybe they could have said maybe we were led to believe he was only getting four or six games. Sure. Sure. Like a PED thing. Uh, there were I had so many questions right away when it came out. I'm like, Whoa, you oh. got to be kidding me! Look at this breaking news. Yep. But the other thing was because it said late November. Did he bet on the Falcons? Did he bet against the Falcons? Because it said late November. There's only two games. If he's betting against the them, j- that's a whole other story. The, the, the win at Jacksonville, and then they played Thursday night at home, where they got shut out by the Patriots. Yep. I go, Oh no! Yep. I, I thought for sure. I go, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> Did he think we have no chance tonight? No, I know. But he. But the the good <laughs> news I guess for him is that he was betting on the team. Yeah. And I think if it was, and it was a bet- innocuous, as far as I'm concerned, from his standpoint. Yeah. I mean, well, oh, sure, I sure. But it was just innocuous parlays. It wasn't like the guy was giving me giving me 30, 30 dimes on something. Right. Now, I do think
2: that, again, you cannot, there's no, imagine if you had to make a living betting on what the NFL is going to hand down for punishments. We'd all be broke. <laughs> yes. All, all yes. of us would be. But, <laughs> yeah. so, I think the year is absolutely preposterous. It's yep. way too many games. On the flip side, because he's the first player to get nailed like this, with all of these states now having it legally you kind of do have to make a precedent out of it. Well, you knew the rule.
3: Yeah, it's right there. Because I
2: would say that if you did not give them a year, like let's say they did give them two games or four games like this. I think that kind of sends maybe a poor message to other players in the league where they could be, well, you know what, two games,
3: four games, I'll do it. If I, hell, if I get busted, who cares? I'll miss then a right. couple of weeks. That's going to be it. Well, I'm glad the tweet stopped. If you know me, you know my character. I was wrong, but I'm getting a year, LOL. Just going to be more healthy when I come back. I couldn't even watch football at that point. I bet 1500 total. I don't have a gambling problem. I learned from my L's. That was March 6th. That was the
2: day before it came out. Yeah. Okay. So he must have known at that point yes. that the news was going to break the following day. One would guess anyway.
0: Sure.
2: You looked surprised in the first hour of today's show when I said that, uh, huh. you know what? that I wasn't surprised that an NFL player got busted for this. That a player was betting on games.
3: Okay. Well, my, I, I what took so long? That's my other thing. Well, The games were in November. Yeah. I, w- w- come on. I don't know. He admitted it. No, I know. What took so long? I
2: don't know what the process is behind that. I don't know why they would have to wait so long. Maybe there's something legally that uh, they have 15, to wait. It's a 15-minute
3: discussion. Did you do it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> From his own phone, from yes. his own. He signed up for an, an app. app. Yeah, you don't need Columbo on this one. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean.
2: Oh. <laughs> Reno 911 <laughs> can figure this out. Uh, up next, win some, lose some. And fresh Lakers props. Will they miss the playoffs? Will Vogel be the coach next year? And will this actually happen with one of their star players?
3: Win some, lose some
0: is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning! Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser. Holly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Winsome, Lose Some.
3: Pistons money line plus 240 beat the Hawks in overtime. Good stop Cunningham. Good game. Hawks lose again. Squeaky bum time. Wizards are right behind them now. Let me ask you this. So our producer, Dustin, brought this
2: up earlier in the show. You take a flyer on Cunningham to win Rookie of the Year. I noticed the movement on Mobley now. Oh! Uh, he was as high as $8 or $9. He's back down to like $4 now. Oh, really? Funny. in a run at okay,
3: There it was. Funny you brought that up. Bill Simmons just talked about this on his podcast. He said, Mobley's way too high. It's got to be Barnes. Or Barnes needs to be in the discussion. Really? Okay. He's like, like Mobley can't be $9, $8. Uh-huh.
2: It's a really good rookie classic in
3: this yes, year. Yes, it is. Wilmington-Charleston under, 143 down to 137. 60-57, to 57, Wilmington wins. Championship game later today. Towson-Delaware under, 141 down to 137. Cash it. Look at all the unders that allow the markets moving. Mm-hmm. IPFW Northern Kentucky under, 137 to 133. T-Wolves Blazers under, 235 to 231. Home teams last night in the Association, seven and one straight up. The Spurs from two up to six and a half. No LeBron, and they won by seven. I reached out to Jeff Sherman at the Westgate. Makes the Lakers three, 325 to make the playoffs. $100, $100 I bet you get $300 back. Five to one, best of seven against Golden State or Phoenix if everyone's healthy. Subscribe, be part of the team, decent.com our radio and podcast friends. Good mix as always. Gorilla Roller Coaster. No, thank you. And if I have something to eat before, it's coming up. Well, of course. That's going to be a reversal. My God. Oh, God. I've never seen anything like this. Again, I don't like how fluid
2: that looks. It's the, it looks like you're going to go in there and get the daylights beaten out. I mean, come on.
3: I did the ride. Right. Right. Shaking you like that, throwing you around? No, thank you. I can't remember where it is like Six Flags or Disneyland, whatever. Like the ship that they hang you upside down. Oh, yes. That rocket, yeah. Done that one before. But that that has like, that goes like this and smooth like this. This thing. There's nothing to that whatsoever. Oh, no. That is scary. I want no part of that. How about this? Look at this animal, this creature. Nagapai? Jumping into the guy's hands? Like, look at the hang time. And then coming in, he's coming in hot. And he nails it to get the treat in the guy's hand. <laughs> I have to be honest, that's, so one, that's one of my favorite animal videos of the entire year. Yeah, it is good. Dan will put that up on Instagram at Vegas on Instagram. Very good. How about back to back dog videos? I mean, look at the guys outside here in the elements training. Dog? How about bear? What did I say? Dog? Yeah. Oh, bear. Okay, bear. Okay. I mean, and then the bear. Whether or not these <laughs> are real. What, what the I, doing? I hope these are real. If not, who cares? I mean, look at this. I can't even make you make this up. The guy's on the branch swinging. And, like George of the Jungle. They come in, and then, and then you got the bear behind him on the branch pushing well, down to help out with poly- the MMA Plus, there's three feet of snow, and they got their shirts off. Yes, right. Yeah, and this one, speaking of yeah, in the elements, guy hanging out. But eh, it's like a cat, just like a big cat. Think of it. That, yeah, what? You got any honey here? And the guy's hanging out. Right here. Thumbs up. He spelled the forehead. Oh. Right. Now that could that could be like uh, you know, Mike down at the plant who's just dressed up in a costume. But still, you, you never know. That is his costume. It could, could be Frank. Could be Frank the Tank, too. That is uh,
2: Actually, you know what? Did I see is that a hand slipping out of there? No, no, that's his hand. Oh, that's his hand. That's a okay. guy on the couch.
3: All right. No. No way. Wanted to make sure. All right. And Now, people are mad for whatever reason. They want to blame Steph Curry for this. But look at this high school game where the kids are going back and forth from beyond almost half court, knocking down these threes.
2: Look at this kid. I I don't think it's blaming Steph Curry. I think it's just pointing out that this is how kids uh, want to play. Okay, fair They they want to be Steph Curry. This is right. 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 But they're going back and forth, knocking down like thirty-five footers. It's four in a row. And look at this guy. They're, right. Paul, they're running no offense. No. They're inbounding the basketball. The kid dribbles it down on both sides. Now watch this one here. That's from half court. But Mike. by the way, I think it continues. That's the fourth one. I think we have like no. I think we have like two more here. There's two more watch. coming? Look at that kid. Oh no! Another half court shot. That is from half court. And then, and then there's another one right here. As the, And look, by the way, there's no reaction
3: from the crowd. Yeah, like Zero. Okay. zero. Everyone's by sitting the way, on their hands. The, ki- my. The,
2: the kid traveled. He took like five steps,
3: by the way. They didn't call it. If that happened in an NBA game, Twitter would break. Yes. They had six in a row from around half court. Crazy. Lose. God, I wish I was in high school now because that's exactly how I would play. <laughs> Lose some. Cleveland State, Right, State, under 149 down to 147. 82-67. St. Mary's Santa Clara under 141 down to 138. No good. 75-72. St. Mary's. South Dakota State South Dakota under 157 down to 151. Georgia State Lafayette under 138 to 132. 80 to 71. Warriors Nuggets under 223 and a half to 220 and a half. 131-124. Bulls Sixers over 221-229. Up to 232 and a half, No good. One lose some. Mick Cronin, getting ready for the Pac-12 tournament, was interviewed. Said In-N-Out burgers overrated. How the great burger? But tell me how it's under- I think it's the hype. That the fries suck. Is that what takes away from it? But uh, I- I it's, can it's see the that. hype machine. It's the hype machine. You okay. got to try. It. It's like a TV show. Okay.
2: You got to so see it. You got to see it. it. If you if good. you go to In-N-Out and you don't get the fries, don't get the. If you just go there and get a burger. And you can go, I've had the triple-triple so many times I can't even count. Yeah? And that's a big, yeah. delicious burger. Monster. You can go
3: protein style. You can go animal style. There that's are so many ways to do it. There sure. a couple bad beats. Bruins, $1.90. The Kings tied it with 30 seconds and won an overtime. Avalanche on the puck line, plus money. What happened? They led 5-1 to in the third period. It wasn't like they were playing in the Gretzky Oilers either. Mm-hmm. It was the Islanders. 5-4 final. Gonzaga got up to 14, 14 and a half. They were up 24 with seven minutes left. One by 10. What a racket. Win some, lose some presented by BetRivers, your hometown book. Log in and get a 20% live profit boost on the NBA every Tuesday. Learn more. BetRivers.com. More Laker props. Now, you actually could say if Davis was healthy the whole time, the Lakers would be a top six seed. And then maybe that could lead to, okay, Westbrook, that's enough. But now, I mean, they have to, their schedule is so difficult coming up. There are plenty of losses coming. They're going to be the 10th seed. I think so because look at the way the Pelicans are also going. Yep, and you, at some point you get Zion. Yeah, that's correct. The Pelicans have figured this out. Okay, so here are some props.
2: Again, you you brought this up. You talked to Jeff Sherman. Yep, and it's available at other spots as well. Will the Lakers make the playoffs? Right now, the number chop around again. The yes is plus three fifty. Put a hundred bucks down on the Lakers if they make the playoffs. You get $350
3: back and your original bet of $100. Two weeks at William Hill was plus 175 Is that yeah. right? Now, maybe you might watch what happened Saturday and say, oh, my God, LeBron James, i got to take a shot, and Davis is coming back. But, yep. Mm. Will Vogel
2: be the Lakers head coach next season? The no is minus $7. Oh. <laughs> oh. So then who would be the next coach of the Lakers? Who would LeBron want in there?
3: Or Jeannie. Maybe Jeannie says that that's, that's my call. I'm not listening to you. I, I, Can I ask you a question Maybe Polink and Genie say, no, we're doing, I mean, we didn't listen to you and Clutch and your people about the uh, Westbrook thing. We kept them. So I kind of hinted
2: at this the other day. I'll ask you right now. What would this Lakers team look like right now if they never made any of these deals and never got rid of any of the younger guys, right? Oh. Like, let's say they never traded for Anthony Davis, so they would not win the title in the bubble. But what would the 2022 version look like if they had LeBron, Kuzma, Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Caruso, and I think I'm missing somebody in there as well. If they kept that core together. You'd have Pope, too.
3: They not not for nothing, need a shooter.
2: Yeah. I'm probably forgetting one other guy in there. What would they look like? Look at how they've developed the, with other teams.
3: Brandon Ingram is outstanding. Yep. I didn't see that coming. Lonzo Ball, hell of a player. Yep, Lonzo very too. good player. Yep, Caruso. Yep. Yeah,
2: before we got hurt, he got hurt, he was. Yeah. And then will uh, Westbrook come off the bench this season? The yes is plus one hundred and forty. No is minus one hundred and eighty. That's the move.
3: It just you have to.
2: Well, they. But it's just it's it's. You know when LeBron whole, when he was ruled out last night, they were calling it serious
3: knee soreness. I believe it. He's up there in age. Oh, no, I know. it's it. a lot of minutes. But that's also, I would see where you're going. Cause for concern. Which, well, the first round, they spread it out like, but that's. That, that but you're going to have to go play in, play in. You can play three games in a week there. Then game one. And then you're going to have to go through either the Suns right? or the Warriors. Then what?
2: Who they look at in the 4-5. Yeah. Talking about maybe the Mavericks. Or a team in that, in that area?
3: I mean, that, come on. Again, it goes back. The whole problem is Westbrook is delusional. Yeah. He still thinks it's like he did it again. Oh, I've accomplished so much in this league. I I, you stink. You can't right. shoot.
2: All right. If you need more college basketball insight, check out the podcast Coast to Coast Hoops with Greg Hoops Peterson as he looks at every single college basketball game, the major games, the minor games as well. He has an opinion on every single game on his podcast. He provides unique insights, and he looks... For those games that have solid betting opportunities, you can download Coast to Coast Hoops now at vcin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, catch up on every v show as well. Alan Cuff will join the program coming up next with ESPN. You know, he was on the coverage last night in studio when Chattanooga hit that game-winning shot. Get yes. his reaction to that and uh, that team not fouling late and who he likes today with point spreads involved coming up here on Follow the Money.
3: The Sports Betting Network. Join the college hoops action for free with the March Mania Survivor presented by KFC. Pick winning teams throughout the tournament to outlast the competition and feast on your share of thirty thousand dollars. Head to DraftKings.com/slash/KFC/slash/March/slash/Mania to play for free for your cut of the cash. KFC finger looking good. DraftKings.com for details.
2: All right, let's get into today's card a little bit. Here is Dylan Cuff. Is a super solid college basketball analyst on ESPN. He joins us now, Uh, Dallin. Thanks for the time today. We appreciate it. You were in studio last night, and I was watching. I had had a split screen, right? So I had you in studio, and then I had like the Chattanooga game on live when I watched it. A couple things here. What was your actual reaction live to the people who missed this last night? And then, what was up with not fouling up three late?
1: Uh, first I'll go to my reaction because that's what March is all about and guys I, I was a player I'm a fan I-, I love March it's the best time of the year um, and like everybody else I jumped out of my seat and yelled I, I couldn't believe it wasn't just the three that Gene Baptiste hit it was the sequence back and forth a- and the-, the plays before both teams made shots throughout the, the-, the overtime Furman was five for five and the mocks had to answer they hit a couple big threes mm-hmm. to answer uh, Bothwell gets that layup and he-, he hit the three to tie it uh, to your point in the in regulation. And then you go, you know, the other way, and he hits that. There's not really much else you can do. You made him turn once. You had two guys there contesting, and he made a 30-footer kind of off-balance, going a righty going to his left. It's just it's brutal to watch Furman go down like that. But like everybody else, I jumped out of my seat and yelled, and immediately we are like, we got to run that. We got to get that into our game. Let's go. Like, get that uh, highlight going. We got to get a cut in to show people what just took place. That was kind of the first moment of champ week. As far as not filing up three, you do what you practice and bear in mind that possession, they had the ball with about 20 seconds to yeah, go, 23 yeah. seconds to go. So at that point I thought you need to be going to get a two. You need to go score. That was a horrible possession guys for the pound. Yep. Like they were just dribbling around and then Bothwell, like it was a three on three game went to about 12 feet and then ran back out to the three point line and shot a three. <laughs> like When you don't know what guys are doing, it's hard to follow because you can't make a mistake. You don't want to follow a guy that's doing a three point shooter. you like, I thought they were gonna go for two. It's hard to coach that because it's different when they have the ball inbounding coast to coast with like seven or eight seconds left. You practice that all the time. When they have a possession with 23 seconds and you think they're gonna score, you're not really prepared to foul because you have gotta wait to the right time to foul. You wanna foul with about six seconds left. That's hard to do. So the whole thing was the whole thing was a mess. And fortunately for Furman, they made the shot. Uh, unfortunately for the Mocks, they made the big shot to win it all in OT. Yep. Yeah.
3: How do you think uh, South Dakota State handles the pressure tonight? Oh. I mean, it's 20 and 0 in conference, 29 oh, wins, and it, it appears they have to win this to, to get the. They won't be at an at large bid, and uh, both games have been close against North Dakota State this season.
1: It's one of the best matchups uh, of this champ league I think, guys, just because not just the, the rivalry the two schools have a little bit and the, the success they've had in, in recent years. And North Dakota State almost kind of get, getting getting over the hump, if you will, uh, getting to Oral Roberts. They lost last year in this final game and of, the, of, the, of the Summit League. And they're very different teams. And San Diego State can really score the ball, man. And, and Shireman is an outstanding guard that does all kinds of stuff. Luke Apple comes off the bench. They've got guys that can make plays. Wilson in the interior. They're a fun team to watch. North Dakota State will grind the pace. Uh, with Edie and Gressel, they got some, they got great guard play. They got some athleticism. They do a great job of defending and, and running teams off the three point line and making it hard for you to knock down threes and hard for you to get rhythm shots. Uh, in terms of the line, I, I I mean, I would take, you know, North Dakota state in, in this game in terms of, uh, in terms of the, the line on this game, but the actual, you know, outcome of it, we're not supposed to root. I would like to see the Jack Robbins go forward because I do think they can win a game in the tournament. I'm not sure North Dakota state can do that. Mm-hmm. I think South Dakota state just presents some more problems in a tournament scenario uh, with some of the high majors they'll see. So I think that's going to be an outstanding game. Contrast the styles a bit and with some really, really talented players and versatile players on
2: both sides. Yeah. And by the way, the numbers now up to 5.5 this morning. Jack Rabbit's mm-hmm. favored by 5.5. Paulie, I know you wanted to ask him about Bellamin taking on uh, Jacksonville today. This is unique, Dallin, right? Because, because of the transition to D1, Bellamin's not eligible to make the actual tournament, the big dance. They're laying 2.5 points today, but on the flip side... Jacksonville absolutely has to win this game to get the automatic bid because if they don't, it goes to the regular season champ, which was Jacksonville State.
1: I I, I do like that the Atlantic Sun figured this thing out because they had the same situation last year where the championship game didn't matter, where basically whoever got there was going to go through with uh, the situation with teams leaving conferences and teams not eligible, whatever. So this year, at least, it it would revert back to the regular season winner. So Jacksonville's got to win the game, which puts a lot of game pressure on them. Bellarmine's a really good offensive team. how How they pass the ball, share the ball. They don't really turn it over. However, they don't manufacture offense very well in different ways. They gotta make shots. And a lot of times they make two-point shots. They don't uh, They don't get to the free throw line really at all. They don't offensive rebound really at all. Yeah. And these type of games where, well, the difference for them is usually there's a lot of pressure in these games. And when I look at these mid-majors and the small conferences, a lot of times I look at how else do they manufacture buckets if they don't get shots and make shots. Georgia State's a good example yesterday. They don't normally make shots, but they're an offensive rebounding team. They're a free throw shooting team. They get to the line. They get extra opportunities. I like them in that game. They ended up covering because they did shoot it well. Well, Bellarmine has no pressure here, guys. There's just go hoop, and you're kind of hoping for you know just your ability to say we won this game, we won this championship, but it doesn't mean the same thing. Uh, with that said, I'm, I might lean Bellarmine here just because they've had a really tough non-conference schedule. They have no pressure on them. They do have a they pass and share the ball. They do not turn over like I mentioned. So I might take. Uh, lay them as the favorite, lay the couple points, uh, given their situation right now, comparative to Jacksonville's.
3: How unique is this in all your years playing and, and covering the sport where it's 10 11 passes, no screens, not, not, not a lot of dribbling?
1: It's uh, it's it's Norman Dale, and Hoosiers. I think he's out there doing <laughs> yeah. his thing right now. Uh, it, it, it is very, but they do they pass, they cut, they move, and they they cut it's different when you cut just to cut versus cutting to score or cutting to open up somebody else. Like okay. it's, it's a very selfless offense in terms of you're giving of yourself. You're working hard, knowing that you're probably not going to get a shot, knowing you're probably not going to going to going to get the, the ball in a scoring area, but you're making a cut to set up the next cut to set up the next pass. Um, and it, it is, it is unique to say the least, especially in modern basketball where the ball is pounded just nonstop. It, it is a very, uh, it's somewhat refreshing and it's somewhat hard to guard because you're not used to seeing it. Sure
2: follow the money here on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Dallin Cuff, from ESPN. So what about the West Coast Conference Championship game tonight? Gonzaga was up by, what, 24 with seven or eight minutes to mm-hmm. go last night. They did not cover. San Francisco went on a big run to only lose by 10. And then tonight, the opening number here, Dallin, on this game was Gonzaga, 13 and a half. They just got spanked at St. Mary's. Now, this is a neutral, of course. The numbers now come back down to 12 and a half. and The total is 141 and a half here. Your thoughts on Gonzaga and St. Mary's?
1: Well, I did say last night on Daily Wager, I love Gonzaga in the first half yesterday, which was minus eight, uh, which did hit. And I was worried about the backdoor cover because when you have a back-to-back situation, when you're playing a championship game the next mm-hmm. night, I thought they'd be up about 20. And it got up closer than I even thought, but it did, it did get you underneath the number if you took, took the dawn. So that, that is concerning. With this game, it wasn't that St. Mary's beat them, guys. It was the manner in which they beat them. They just pumped them, yep. Like they just, yep. they just physically dominated that game on the interior. Well, we've seen, we've seen Gonzaga get their guards getting taken out of things earlier this year. We saw it in Duke. We saw them when they played Alabama, we saw it to some context. It's a, some, some degree of success against Texas tech, although they won that game where you can get up in their guards, disrupt their flow, take them out of their offense and then transition defense. They don't tend to be great at when they're struggling to make shots. What we hadn't seen was them just get beat up on the inside. Drew Timmy pushed three and four feet off the block. Uh, their ability to get on the other side, the Gales get any shot they want off the bounce into the paint or post ups in, in the paint. So playing at St. Mary's was a big advantage. That was, that was a melee of a scene. Talk to my guy, Sean Farnham. Let's just say everybody was properly lubricated before that game <laughs> a very very well in advance to make their presence felt yeah. during that game. So I do think the environment mattered there. Gonzaga did not handle it well. They did not bounce back well. They, they kind of caved, which was surprising. I think you're going to see now an our angry, more focused team. That said, if you're giving me 12 and a half points with a team like St. Mary's that does control the tempo, which did it better than anybody else has in recent memory. It's not just this past game when they played. I mean, Randy Bennett has been doing this for years with Gonzaga. He's been their one thorn in their side occasionally when he had better teams to really contend with them. If you're going to give me the 12 and a half in a neutral court. I will take the 12 and a half in this game. And I do think it'll be a game where Gonzaga wins. By seven, eight, 9, but St. Mary's can keep it close because it is—they they, are—they are the slowest tempo in the country for a reason. They know how to control the game, and they controlled it physically, and that's somewhat replicable. Maybe not to the same degree of success,
3: but it is replicable. Beautiful, A plus analysis. Two two minutes left. A- any every any sleeper or a pick you like to win a conference tournament?
1: Here's what this is a little. And this is not a reaction to what just happened Saturday night with Coach K in North Carolina. This is about North Carolina's path in the ACC and their number. They're plus 550. Now, I don't usually love playing futures in, in the big conferences, but when they're plus 550, look at their path, guys. And are not plus 600 by your numbers, which is even better. Look at their path to the championship game. If they, as a three seed, they get to play UVA, most likely, most likely who they just destroyed. And UVA is a bad matchup for, for, if UNC is a bad matchup for UVA, I think they can win that game again handily. Okay. On the other side of that bracket is a Notre Dame team against Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech may beat Notre Dame, and I'm interested to see the numbers. I think Virginia Tech may actually be the favorite if that matchup takes place. And I think Virginia Tech plays, North Carolina's beat them twice. Again, not a good matchup for them physically. Their guards on the perimeter don't really have tons of athleticism. Can't get a bunch of open shots. Virginia Tech, when they play North Carolina twice, didn't go well for them. If it's Notre Dame, Notre Dame is a better matchup for the in terms of beating North Carolina. But I do think they would think about how they how they guarded that five-out kind of motion, how they guarded Nate Shevsky. And they might have some answers to really punish them on the other end in terms of Armando Bayca- Baycott in the interior. I think North Carolina's path is easier to the final than Duke's. Duke lost to Miami, a team that can space you out, has guards and can beat you off the deck, which they've struggled with continually. Wake Forest came back and almost beat them on their floor at Cameron Indoor like Miami did. Those are the four in the five seeds. Florida State is dinged up. But Florida State also has some length and athleticism. They beat Duke at home, and that's the eight seed. That would be their opening match in the game, opening game in the quarterfinal if Florida State beats Syracuse. So overall, I like Wake North Carolina getting there. And if you're going to give me plus 600 in a rematch against Duke, no. I think I'll take those numbers. I'll okay. take those odds in terms of a high conference, big conference uh, money. The other piece would be Arizona. The Arizona, play the juice. If it, that's the one minus 150, don't play that. But I got it at minus 120. I think they are a lock to win the
2: Pac-12. Wow. Galen, oh. uh, excellent appearance, my You're man. Good luck with the sleep this week. Thank you so much. <laughs> that, that ain't happened for another month,
1: boys. But I'll <laughs> <be>
2: <laughs> have a good one. Be good. You, you too. too.
3: the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to one on anything. You take it, take it, take it.
2: I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to
3: one odds. No, five to one. No,
2: 10 to one. You're up. Here we go with our in-pocket plays. You know, yesterday was uh, one of those days, right, where I had nothing in pocket. But look, I will admit when I'm wrong, faster than anybody in the world. Yeah, everything we talked about yesterday came in. Um, Pistons, and I eventually bet them on the money line. They won the game last night. Goes to overtime. I did not watch the game, but evidently the finish was absolutely stupid. what happened with both teams Oh, filing. absolutely.
3: I was watching. Oh, you okay. were? The Pistons okay. game? Yeah.
2: Pistons, Ridiculous.
3: Yep. So they covered they're, in one on the money line. They're up one. Like 1.8 yeah. seconds yeah. of Bogdanovich fouls. Cunningham makes both. And then they do an inbounds play, and Bagley assaults the guy Collins, but he splits the free throws. Yeah, and then the Pistons win an overtime. That came in the Warriors,
2: despite sitting everybody for the most part. They hung tough. Did you see uh, the Joker's numbers again last night? Oh, no, I did. Thirty-plus point triple-double. Ridiculous. Just insane. What he's doing. Lunas. But then Embiid played earlier, and yep. he had like 40-plus and 14 boards. On, yeah. Uh, and, and in college, Santa Clara got there last night. They had the ball. They had a possession down by a point, and the kid—I think the kid had the shot blocked—and Yep. And then they had a foul with four seconds. Yep. Uh, and then tonight, I like UNC Wilmington plus two against Delaware in their conference title game. That's what I'm on.
3: Strange, strange line when you think about it, because they—they uh, like beat them earlier. with yep. The two seed in 15 and three in league play. Hit mm-hmm. the push. Should have had money line. My fault again. We had a money line with Chattanooga. Uh should have won a game in regulation though. I mean, I don't know what you're doing. I can't believe the kid doesn't put a hand up or just let the guy lay it in. There's five seconds left. You're up three. If he wants to lay it in, just give don't, the fall, don't fall for the fake. It was like, and he's, and he's right. It was like he was playing a three on three game or a quick you know, running out to the three point line. He doesn't follow him. How
2: improbable was that three? Huh and then let alone the one that won it. And by the way, Dillon two guys went, on him. Yes. Yo, two, almost two three. The Allen Cup was right, by the way. The beauty of that game, other than not fouling late in, the, in overtime, was like no timeouts. And there was a beautiful flow. Yes. And teams were making shots. And it was like, man, that's a thing of beauty when that takes place.
3: I'm going to give it a shot. One of the early games in the ACC, Barclays, Clemson lay in five and a half. They've won four in a row. They already beat NC State this year. Bad. Reeling, NC State team. You get a lot of bad teams the next couple days. But I'll lay it with Clemson. And Nigel checking in. Uh, we haven't forgot about soccer. Champions League. Liverpool to win to nil. And both teams to score in the Bayern Munich game. Okay. At the match. Yep. Champions League today and tomorrow. Here we go. In pocket presented by BetRivers, is your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at betrivers.com.
2: Okay, we do have a little NFL news right now. Not the big stuff we're waiting for with Rodgers or the Packers and Devontae Adams, but the Dolphins have placed the uh, franchise tag on Mike Jacecki, their tight end. So as of right now, that makes Orlando Brown, offensive tackle for the Chiefs, Jesse Bates, safety Bengals, David Njoku got it yesterday from the Browns, and then Jacecki just now, as Adam Schefter tweeted out, still expected to be tagged, Devontae Adams, Chris Godwin, Mike Williams, and Dalton Schultz. Although uh, Diana Diana Russini from ESPN reported an hour ago, the Buccaneers are currently working on a long-term contract offer for Chris Godwin. If it's not struck between the two sides by 4 p.m. today, they will tag him for the second consecutive year.
0: Hmm.
3: That'd be a bad beat for him. Work this out. Packers going to do this with Adams? Rodgers, again, come on, and then Let's go. make up your mind.
2: Will they? Will he? And if they? If the Packers do that today, and that's expected, will Rodgers make his mind up then this afternoon? With that guy, who knows?
3: What did the owners? What did Murphy say? Inter, what do he call him? An interesting fella. What did he say? Complicated fella? Complicated fella. Complicated I fella. will remind
2: people, though, that it's still not near. Like, to me, he doesn't really owe us anything. Oh, like, he's, he's not, like, not even close to far. He's right. not even oh, far. absolutely. Brett Favre not held, not the, held the organization hostage for many years after the draft. Yeah. Wouldn't tell him what they're going to do. Yeah. Well, thanks, pal. We appreciate that. You're being really helpful. Yeah.
3: Where are we at with the poll? The best chance for Rodgers to win a Super Bowl. Uh, give it to me. Packers, 44%. I thought it'd be close. Yeah, Titans, 30%. Oh, wow. Okay. Sure. Put him on the Titans. Come on. Broncos down to 15, Steelers nine. Go up there at VEASAN Live, at VEASAN Live to vote. Best chance for Rodgers to win a Super Bowl next season is with Packers, Broncos, Titans, Steelers. I voted Titans. So did I. I also think
2: people are sleeping on the Steelers a little bit. Yeah. I would give the Steelers a better chance to win the Super Bowl next year than the
3: Broncos if they got Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Good hockey card tonight. And with some sick, sick trends. Winnipeg's in action tonight. 13 straight overs in the third period. Columbus. 22 and two overrun Toronto 27 and three Philly 17 and two Minnesota 12 in a row all third periods you're in the 210 220 range with the juice but again you win Jimmy crack corn Devils I'm gonna say you're gonna go earlier it's like the price is right (laughs) I'm gonna go three minutes and 36 seconds. Colorado and New Jersey Devils goal in the first 10, 25 and four yes run, first period over twenty-five and six run. That's pretty good, Paul. You're going to go ninety seconds.
2: Yeah, right around ninety-second okay. mark tonight. I I think we'll get right. one.
3: We'll be tuned in. Mm-hmm. We'll be tuned in. No goal in the first ten. Carolina ten of eleven. Vancouver eleven straight overs in the second period. Can't be laying a dollar ninety with the Knights on the road. I don't care who they're playing. As bad as they've been. And you pointed, this is great. The something has to give game. Rangers on the road against the Wild. Igor against against this Wild team with the games. They've run it down since Valentine's. You got it? Do you have it? If you give me the a second, goals, you'll I'll get, I'll get it. it. Yeah. Okay. You have that one tonight as well. And what was the other one? I saw. Colorado on a back-to-back two, and they opened up a good-sized favorite against the Devils. After they almost blew a, uh, oh, here's a four-goal, four looking right at it, sorry, okay. a four-goal four lead against the Islanders.
2: So here are the uh, combined goals in Minnesota Wild Games since Valentine's Day. 11, 9, 8, 10, 7, 4, 10, 6, 9, 9, 9. <laughs> but they're taking on uh, the guy who's turning into just an overwhelming favorite to win the Vesna, and let me see here. How about you want to look at some alternate totals for Minnesota? Their team total tonight. Basically, if you think Shesterkin can shut him out, you'll get fourteen to one. Under one and a half goals mm. scored is plus three seventy-five. Under two and a half is plus one hundred fifty. You want to go under two and a half goals? If he's in net tonight, he's been great. Under now we're getting under three and a half is minus one hundred sixty. Okay. So what happens though? Yeah. Yeah. Do we?
3: Do we still get like a crazy? You had, yeah, you had that St. He had a bad period against St. Louis. He did. He, I was running down the game log again. It's just you're, you're lucky to score two. It's breaking news if he gives up two. How about Colorado, New Jersey, both teams to score in the first period, plus 180? Okay. I love that. I like that one. Yeah. I would bet that. Yes, I would.
2: Uh, in fact, is that available in Las Vegas? It might be a one spot, huh? Uh, Boyd has it. Boyd will have it.
3: Okay. Boyd has it. I'll look UC at it. Both both goals, both teams, both teams have scored to score a goal tonight
2: first period's plus one
3: eighty. They offer it in every period. It's good. Hoops madness get everything you need to bet the madness this year. 24 7 streaming. Daily best bet emails. Our tournament betting guide. Data strategy $19. Great trends, great information, great history of the tournament. And you need point spread weekly also this week as you have all the brackets and all the matchups with Championship Week as well. The golf picks. From Wes and the guys, Brady and Lou Finnecaro is UFC picks. Must have. Got to have it every week. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, we're going to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Sign up today and full access to VEASAN through April 5th. $19. VEASAN.com slash madness.
2: By the way, so here's the schedule today. The early game is 2 o'clock Eastern, 11 o'clock Pacific. That's BC and Pittsburgh in the ACC opening round. Then you have NC State Clemson at 4.30 Eastern, 1.30 Pacific Pacific. I'm looking at uh, tomorrow. Oh, you know what? They changed the time. Idaho and Sacramento State is now 8.30 Pacific time. We have a game at 11.30 tomorrow morning on the East Coast. Syracuse, Florida State's at noon Eastern tomorrow. And then you just have a bunch of games, 10, 11, noon, that kind of deal. And then looks like we have an eight o'clock Pacific game on Thursday and an eight thirty game Indiana Michigan yes, eight thirty on
3: Thursday. Good, that's the way it should be. Wow, go, let's go. We got a Mac game at eight in the morning, and the Indiana Michigan's a big game at eight thirty Pacific too. Yeah, don't forget that uh, Jack that, that Jacksonville game's at two o'clock Pacific today. It's a standalone in terms yeah, of in sorry. terms of the six championship games. Yeah, I'll be tuned in. Let me give
2: you this. Thank God for Matt humans earlier today. I did not know that he has a cabana this weekend. Gave us the invite to go watch here at Stadium Swim. The invite my wife threw on my lap yesterday for Saturday. Oh, no. Some ridiculous thing that she wants me to attend. I'm like, do you understand it's March? Again, we went through this when we got married Swap 12 meet? years ago. Swap meet? I don't know. It was like Randy some, McKay last some... week,
3: and the gal took him to a swap meet.
2: Housewarming party. I'm like noon on a Saturday. Housewarming party. Now I'm gonna say this is, and I, w- I wasn't gonna go anyway, but it was gonna be a fight. Now I have the best excuse ever. No, sorry, Cabana, to go watch
0: games. Do
3: you get in trouble for checking scores at events? Does she get on you? If we're out to dinner, um, I usually put my phone away. Okay, that's all. Okay. That's yeah. Fine. Come on.
2: Housewarming party. Oh boy. March Madness. Yeah.
3: Boy oh. Okay. Take,
1: take, take.